Let's turn for a moment to what we know at this hour about the American election race. Yesterday, we're joined by Rory O'Neill, NBC News national radio correspondent. And Rory, still a lot of races to be decided, but what seems certain is this wipeout of the Democrats has not happened. Right. Uh, Unless, of course, you're in Florida, where it did. But uh, the Democrats were expecting last night was going to be much worse than it was. Right now, control of Congress, both the House and the Senate, still a bit of a toss-up. It looks like the Republicans will win a small majority in the House. The Democrats, though, could hang on to the Senate. So it looks like a divided government is in the cards. And a lot of people are saying this morning that this was not the result Donald Trump would be hoping for, because a lot of his endorsed candidates have not won. And Ron DeSantis actually did. Uh, And by 20 points of of victory for DeSantis. So both DeSantis and Trump live in Florida. uh, So there's a lot of comparisons going, well, what's the future of the party? Which one of these candidates is about 2024 and beyond? And if you can win Florida by 20 points, win Miami-Dade County, which had been so blue, uh, and win huge support among the Latino vote, uh, it's really a huge night for DeSantis uh, about his future. Don't forget, I think DeSantis is still younger than 40. So, you know, it shows he's got a long political future, whereas Donald Trump hitting 78 can't muster up victories uh, in the Pennsylvania Senate race, maybe not in Arizona, where he campaigned so hard, even for Sarah Palin in Alaska. You know, do the Republicans have to start saying, you know, deciding future or past? Rory, thanks a lot. Good to have you this morning. Thanks, John. Midterm elections in the United States put seats up in jeopardy in both houses and are also considered sort of a temperature taking for uh, the party that has been in power and the president who is in power. And customarily, with one exception under George W. Bush in the wake of the September 11th attacks, uh, with one exception, the incumbent president usually gets a good whacking. That does not seem to have happened this time. Yes, uh, control of the House seems to be a question mark. The Senate is still to be settled. But John Decker, White House correspondent, joins us now. And John, definitely not the red wave that had been predicted beforehand. People said they were going to teach the Democrats a lesson. Well, I did not forecast a red wave. uh, And uh, uh, to me, I'm vindicated in terms of what happened last night. And the reason being is, This was an unusual election. Yes, as you mentioned, history was not on the side of Democrats. There were plenty of headwinds, high inflation, high gas prices. All of that played into Republicans favor the party that's not in power. But I think an unknown, uh, and I spoke to so many Republican lawmakers about this leading up to the election, the big unknown, the big wild card was the issue of abortion. And I think it played a difference in a number of key races all across the country. And you can't dismiss that. Uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court back in late June, and it certainly energized a lot of voters in the Democratic Party, young voters, suburban voters. And I think that in many races, that was a difference maker. So this election or the midterm election always sets the table for the next cycle, the next presidential election. Uh, What can we tease out of these results? I mean, for me, I look at it and I'm thinking in some uh, governor races and some uh, Congress races, I think we could boil it down to crazy don't sell anymore. I think that's a big part of it. Uh, When you talk about crazy, you're likely referring to people that uh, we all describe as election deniers, people that falsely claim there was massive voter fraud in the 2020 election. Uh, A good percentage of those people 
were defeated uh, in the various races in which they were running. Uh, a big star emerging, I think, last night uh, was Ron DeSantis, who overwhelmingly won his race for re-election. I think he's emboldened, and I think he certainly is in the top tier of Republicans who will consider running for the Republican nomination in 2024. It was not a good night, by the way, for Donald J. Trump. And the reason being is because a number of candidates that he had endorsed, that he put his thumb on the scale in terms of the Republican primary choosing candidates, they lost. In New Hampshire, uh, his candidate lost. In Pennsylvania, his candidate for the Senate, Mehmet Oz, lost. And that does not reflect well on Donald Trump. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning. Thanks a lot, John. Have a great day. Always good to be on your show.